Hi, this is Rabbi Ari Spiegler with the Bitra Kila Sharim Mitfila podcast. We continue today in our discussion on the Tfila of Kriya. Kriya is the seventh language, form, and expression of Tfila. Kriya, we've explained, is a Tfila to Hashem with the recognition that He is listening and that it's within His ability to help us. And we call upon a certain name or a specific attribute or trait in hopes that that very same attribute, trait, or name will be able to help us in our situation of distress or difficulty, lo alenu. Here in Ote, the fifth part of our discussion on the Tefillah of Kriya, we've been discussing why some Tefillot are very long and some Tefillot are very short. And we've noted that the Tefillah of Kriya is very uh, focused, it's very uh, much on target, and therefore it doesn't have to be particularly long. It's like a sharp sword or a skilled marksman who's able to use just one arrow. And once we explain that, we explain that the Tefillah of Kriya is this short uh, surgical strike, so to speak. So why do we ever need a Tefillah which is much longer? And yesterday we we gave the example of the Torah being given to the Jewish people, uh, the Aseret Hadibrod at Har Sinai, that even though each and every single word that Hashem said filled the entire world, it filled the entire world with bisamim, with uh, a fragrant uh, smell, and it filled the entire body of the Jewish people so much so that their souls had to leave their body, nevertheless, additional words of Torah were able to be brought in. And somehow the world was able to be filled again with a different fragrance, a new fragrance. And somehow the Jewish people, their stores, their souls were restored, and they were able to be brought back, and additional words of Torah be, were able to be brought in. So we see that Hashem was able to clear out the uh, uh, initial word and make room for additional words. We ended off by saying that the same is exactly true when it comes to the matter of tefillah. So what do we mean by that? Here, Rav Pincus writes, So of course, of course, of course, says Rav Pincus, every single word that we say with kavana, with focus and intention, with understanding, and with uh, that's bihira, it's said with clarity. So certainly Hashem hears that as though a person uh, would hear, uh, you know, their friend talking to them in the middle of a conversation. And a person and obviously will merit a connection with Hashem, a relationship with Hashem. And you're right, they don't need to go on at length. They don't need so many more tefillot. They don't need to be repetitive. They don't need to reiterate anything. Because once you've reached this relationship, once you've made this connection with Hashem, So at that point, you have within you this idea of bligvul, this idea that Hashem is limitless, that Hashem is endless, right? You have that, you have that connection. Aval, but there is this great wonder, uh, you know, this great amazing way of the heavens, of Hashem. And we don't really, we can't completely understand it, we don't totally grasp it. But we have to believe that just like each and every word could fill the entire world, can fill the entire body of the Jewish person, so too each and every single tefillah on its own has embedded within it all of the power of the Ein Sofiut, of this limitless nature of Hashem, without any end in sight. And again, it's you know, power packed each and every single word and of each and every tefillah. And a person who understands this, and like we said, we can't totally grasp what it means, but at least if we could sort of wrap our heads around the concept, so then we'll never see tefillah as being something which is very long, something which is very burdensome, something which is very monotonous. We're never going to look at tefillah in that way. Rather, we'll see a, a wide array, a wide variety of different types of tefillah 
which have each and every one of them, you know, built inside this amazing power, this amazing ain't so few, this limitless nature, similar similar to each and every word of the Torah. Each and every paragraph is its own topic, and it's a full world on its own. And therefore, we have to have kavanah with each and every one, birikuz malay, with you know great energy, with great focus, with great concentration. So uh, what Rapinkus is trying to tell us is, you're right. You can have tefillah, which are a short surgical strike, and they're very good, like the skilled archer, the skilled uh, swordsman, so on and so forth, and that works. But if you realize that each and every tefillah has that power packed inside of it, so you won't see it as being repetitive. You won't see it as a long and monotonous davening. You'll see that I'm able to tap into this unbelievable, limitless, divine power, which is built into every single tefillah. So, you know, you don't need, per se, that longer tefillah, but you have a tremendous opportunity by going in a longer tefillah, saying additional tefillah, being able to tap into that power over and over and over again. But you're right. One tefillah can fill the entire world. It can fill the entire Jewish body. The key is that we have the opportunity. We have the chance. We're lucky to have the opportunity to go ahead and to tap into many of these different different tefillah with all these powers and how exactly it could work that each one has, you know, world-filling powers we can't totally grasp, but we believe that that is the case. And that's why we have to understand that at times, a longer tefillah gives us additional opportunities to tap into more and more of this power.